Hello, everyone. This is a special episode of Bias Commentary. We don't usually put one out in the middle of the week, but there is a lot going on, and I, one of your hosts, wanted to talk about it. So um, I'm Jordan. Um, if you haven't listened to Bias Commentary before, or if you weren't paying that close attention, uh, I am white. I am one of three co-hosts, the other two are Asian American. They are my friends from high school. Um, I felt like I should be recording this episode alone because while I didn't directly cause oppression, I certainly look like the people who have. And I don't really know the demographics of our audience, but I both wanted and needed to speak up. You know, we, uh, when I say we right now, I'm referring to white people. <laughs> and we have been causing trouble and ignoring it for people of color for far too long. And this is something I wasn't totally aware of growing up. Um, I grew up in Queens in New York City. Queens is the most ethnically diverse urban area in the world. But I didn't grow up in a diverse part of Queens. I grew up in a neighborhood called Whitestone. It's the northernmost part of Queens. And Whitestone is, I think, about 70% white. I think uh, a lot of the rest of people in Whitestone are are Asian. So it's mostly, it's white and Asian. There aren't a lot of black people. So really there isn't a ton of diversity. There aren't a ton of Hispanic and Latino people either. Um, Whitestone is an upper middle class neighborhood. Uh, I didn't grow up upper middle class, but you know, I was growing up with people who had money like that. They had enormous houses and that's really, that's a, really effective way of flaunting privilege. Um, I'm not proud of Whitestone. I think that the second I was able to get out of Whitestone on a day-to-day, -day, uh, the second that I went to high school outside of Whitestone was a lot better for me. Um, but I went to elementary and middle school in Whitestone, and I wasn't really exposed to racism, it wasn't something I understood because it wasn't something that I thought about. It wasn't something that I was forced to see. Um, my basic history education in elementary and middle school included some basic things. You know, it included the Civil War, um, you know, slavery bad, stuff like that. But it still includes people like Christopher Columbus who... I don't think I was taught to question. Christopher Columbus is was a shitty person, and we should remember him for being shitty. There shouldn't be a day after him, but that's just the tip of the iceberg here. Like, there are people whose names aren't vilified enough. Uh, you know, General Robert E. Lee, that was a name that I knew uh, growing up that wasn't even something in my history textbooks. It was like, yeah, he was on the other side in the Civil War. It didn't really 
it didn't really deep dive into why he was on the other side. You know, his thoughts about black people and slavery. Um, so I wasn't forced to think about that. And nobody else in any of my classes were forced to think about that. Um, and that's their fault. They education, early education like that should really omit the shitty people. And then when you get a little older to middle school, they should tell you what, like these people exist and they're shitty. And if we're going to remember them, we should remember them for being shitty. People like Christopher Columbus. We, we shouldn't have Columbus Day. Like, that's, I think that's something that we've made clear on this podcast before, but that's a, such a stupid fucking holiday. Such a stupid fucking holiday. But, yeah, so growing up in Whitestone, partially because of my education, I didn't know anything about racism, and that changed when I went to a high school that was noticeably more diverse than any place that I had ever gone. Um, there were people of every creed, color, class. Um, and the classes weren't divided by that. Like our, our academics weren't divided by that. So I got to meet a lot of different people. That's where I met the other two co-hosts of this show. Uh, Andy and John. Um, I met friends that I have for life. And I appreciated the diversity in growing up in a more diverse environment. It was a lot healthier for me, and it's healthier for the world when more people grow up in diverse places. Um, I I really wish I didn't spend the first 14 or so years of my life just in Whitestone doing Whitestone things. Like I, I wish I was in a place where I saw more and was forced to see more. Um. But that's something that I can't change. That's that's not that's not something that I hold against my mom who raised me. That's just you know, it's something that it happens. It it wasn't something that was on my mind because I was a kid. It wasn't something that was on her mind. But it's you know, I'm I'm glad that I don't really have any affiliation with Whitestone anymore. Um, but anyway, so got to high school and. Uh, a lot of my high school teachers, especially my history, politics, economics teachers, they really challenged their students a lot more than I had been challenged before. And I was getting more political. I was getting very leftist, liberal. Um, I read a lot about Eugene Debs. Uh, that was probably my first real exposure to politics that weren't on cable news. Um. But I really did learn about the history of racism, and it didn't come easy. Uh, high schoolers do, they have, you know, I, I was a high schooler. They have a warped sense of humor that it's difficult to hold against them. But at the same time, they should really, really be better about it. Um, a lot of it is dark humor that it's just because it's stuff that they weren't allowed to say or stuff that shouldn't be said, that that's what makes it funny. And dark humor is going to be a thing that's, it's been around forever and it's going to be a law around forever way after I'm around. And uh, dealing with that in high school for me wasn't that difficult. 
I'm I'm Jewish and people knew this. People said anti-Semitic things, but we also we funded a Holocaust museum. Uh, you know, we we tried. The teachers tried. Um, even the principal. I, I hated our high school principal. The principal tried. Um, you know, we we had a lot of education. There's a lot of money going into Holocaust education and into anti-Semitism. So that was something that, even though I experienced it relatively lightly, I could go home from. And there were messages everywhere that reminded us about how bad it was. And something like the Holocaust won't happen again because we're treating it seriously. Um, six million Jews died in the Holocaust. And I don't know how bad that number is compared to slavery and the effects of institutional racism in America. Because we're not funding education that's that really challenges students on this and that really is just better for everyone. Like this is this feels like some no nonsense stuff that would be much much better for everyone if we just learned about this earlier and learned about how bad it was. And I really want to see that change. I, I don't think it's going to come under our current president. Our current president signed a bill pretty recently that was uh, you know, more funding for Holocaust remembrance and Holocaust education, but we need more, way more funding for information about institutional racism in the United States, especially growing up here. Because that's something that, as I learned more about, kind of realized that the United States is propping up institutions that support that kind of racism, like the police. Seriously, fuck the police. I, I, I didn't realize that was an acceptable thing to say because our media and, you know, what I what I saw growing up. Uh, my mom had Law and Order on a lot while I was growing up. No matter how old I was, by the way, she had Law and Order on, and I, I remember learning about the song "Fuck the Police" by N.W.A. in high school, and it like jarring me for a second. But it's like you know, like why you know these people are. These people are heroes. They, uh, you know, they keep our community safe because I didn't understand that. And something that I'm proud of about myself is that the first time I listened to that song, one, it's it's a bop. It's <laughs> it's a great sounding song. That's just easily like in terms of production and flow. I think that's one of the best songs I've heard. Um, you know, it's not something I'm blasting all the time, but it's it's really it's influential in how direct it is. Um, just everything about it is really good. And that was my first experience with the idea that the police are an institutional force that need to be dismantled. Um, I really hate the police. And this is... This doesn't seem like like, as soon as I realized, like, hey, the police suck, and I, I learned that probably in high school, like, where I really internalized, hey, the police suck, fuck the police, it, you know, like, a lot of 
a lot of media would uphold the idea that police are good. And it just seemed inappropriate to say, fuck the police, even though we should all be saying, fuck the police every day, preferably to the police from an area where they can't hurt us. The police are an oppressive force. The police exist because of racism. They uh, they exist to protect the interests of white people. This I, I really don't want to lecture you on this, but this isn't this isn't a new thing. Like this is why modern policing exists. Uh, this is why you know they, they needed a police to enforce Jim Crow laws. And I just I I fucking hate the police. And I'm so glad that the country is starting to feel that way even wider. Because I fucking hate the police. Fucking, I, I've, I've, even, I've had good experiences with police in that they didn't shoot me. And still, it's just stupid that they exist in the capacity they currently exist in. It's so fucking, like, there's, I, I don't believe that many of the issues, like, where George Floyd supposedly paid with a counterfeit 20 were the somebody with a gun has to get involved. I think that's, I think that's ridiculous. It's just like, why the fuck do the police act like that? It's, and really this was something that was, I was informed as I was getting older and as my friends were getting more political that, wow, I, I fucking hate the police. Um, I remember I saw comments. It was like, um, uh, I went to Pride in 2016 and I heard comments from white people that were like, oh, like, I'm glad the police is there, you know, to enforce order to keep everyone safe. And it's like, no, I fucking, I hate that the police are there. And I remember repeating that to my friend who I was at the Pride Parade with, but I made it seem like I was saying it. And that's just as bad. I don't like seeing the police in those places. The police exist to oppress marginalized communities. I, I haven't thought in a long time that they're really keeping communities safe. They, they keep people who look like me safe, who, uh, who sound like me safe. They don't, they don't keep people safe. I fucking hate the police. And about the protesting, that is the police's fault. That is not just the officer who knelt on an innocent man's neck for nine minutes' fault. That is a deep problem with the police that needs to be examined, and we need to keep the pressure on. And... That is, I just, I fucking, I fucking hate the police. I don't want to sound like a broken record. It's just, they, they exist to do bad things. They're, they're not there to, they're not there to help people. They're not fucking there to help people. They hurt people. They, they need to, and I don't want to just say defund the police. That's not, it's not a good description, but really redirect that funding into keeping communities safe and keeping communities good in a way that matters. Um, and fuck 
anybody who thinks we should have a powerful police force, fuck police unions. Um, fuck regular people who think that that's totally okay, that cops should be completely safe. I'm glad that that pool of people who think that seem to be dwindling. But I... I just... I fucking hate... <sighs> fuck the police. Fuck police unions. Fuck the politicians who made the police that powerful. Um, fuck nobody for question... Uh, fuck everybody for not questioning it. And... Honestly, fuck me for not doing more before. Like, fuck me for not saying enough. I just... There's such a... Again, like, I reiterate this. I really don't want to lecture you, and I think you should do your own research, but just the police exist for a terrible reason. And I've heard people say that, like, like oh, no, like, we support the peaceful protesters, uh... You know, we don't support the violence. We don't support the looting. I definitely support the violence. I support the violence in that the violence is justified. It exists because of centuries of violence. This is something that was inevitable. And if you're complaining about violence from the protesters, you should be blaming the reason that they're protesting. I, I, I don't understand why people fail to think critically about what's going on like this is this is a a major event that's happening that is a reaction to terrible terrible things this is a reaction not just to George Floyd's death not just to Breonna Taylor's death not just to Ahmaud Arbery's death but this is just for all of the years that people haven't been filmed these are for things that People don't think about much like uh, Black Wall Street in Tulsa. I don't know how many of our viewers know about that, but uh, you should you should look up Black Wall Street. I don't I don't think I'm going to do it justice or uh, add anything new to it. But that's a uh, that's really just evidence of institutionalized racism that still hasn't been rectified. And it's something that we all need to know more about. Um, it's it's my duty to learn more. It's everyone else's duty to learn more. Um, and I do think, besides our duty to listen, it's our duty to speak up. Um, it's our duty to speak up and you know, say things like we we have to be part of the solution. Um, the violence is I I I understand. I don't really give a shit that Target burned down. Um, I like Target the store. Um, I enjoy going through Target. I don't give a shit that it burned down. It's just a fucking store. I I don't care. It's legitimately just a fucking store. Um, but you know, if you don't want target burned down, then blame the police because they caused this to happen. They've caused this to happen for years and years and years. Politicians have caused this to happen for years and years and years. And I'm, I'm upset, but I'm thankful that maybe a kid born today is not going to have memory of the 
America that really fucks up people of color, especially black people. Uh, pretty much forever. Like, really, but Black Lives Matter, I don't think that's that hard a concept. It's really not that hard a concept. It's that we, we don't we don't appreciate them enough. We don't have the, the laws in place to really hold people who don't think Black Lives Matter accountable. <laughs> it's... it's I, I, fucking, I fucking hate the All Lives Matter people. The All Lives Matter people don't know shit. If All Lives Matter, then why don't you fucking act like it? You know, people need more. You know, things need to be done. And I, I, I just, I fucking hate that message so much. So much. Fuck all of the people who criticized Colin Kaepernick and his protesting the American flag and the national anthem peacefully. Fuck all those people. Even if... Even if they change their minds. Like, you fucked up this bad. Like, you, 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 you haven't really earned forgiveness even if you're part of the solution. <sighs> I, I really I I so hope that and I'm I'm feeling optimistic now and it's weird feeling this because this has been such a terrible year politically. It's weird feeling this, but just I am blown away that two weeks of these protests have really changed the national conversation. The NFL said something. Do you guys have any idea how hard it is to get the NFL on the side of the good people? Yet, that seems to have happened. And I, I hope it sticks. I hope so much that it sticks. I, I don't know how much else more I have to say. Um, remember George Floyd, remember Breonna Taylor, remember all of the people that lost their lives because... The police exist. Uh, fuck the police. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. And tune in next Sunday for another episode with our three co-hosts. Goodbye. <laughs>